Hello and welcome back to the Jesse Golden Podcast. We are diving into how to balance exercise while improving your relationship with food. This is one that I do not think is discussed enough because as per usual, in the industry, we hear extremes, right? You should always do X or you should never do Y. And 99% of the time, the truth for most people is going to be somewhere in the middle. So how do we balance fitness, exercise, while also improving your relationship with food? And this is something that I would absolutely be mindful of if you are maintaining your relationship with food as well, which is always the goal. So many have a simultaneous negative relationship with food and also fitness at the same time in some capacity. And the different ways this manifests, using exercise to burn off food that has been eaten or in anticipation of food that will be eaten in America, which is 99% of you. I don't know why I say that. I guess it's after all my travels abroad and meeting people who are not from America and also having clients from around the world as well. But we know how it goes when it comes to Thanksgiving as an example, right? Where back in the day, I used to anticipate gorging myself over Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving used to be so stressful for me because I knew I was just going to eat so much food, be so uncomfortable. So exercise was my way of controlling things, attempting to, attempting to feel safe before and after that holiday. So exercising in anticipation the amount of food I was going to eat, and then using exercise after to basically remove the guilt of what I had done. This is very common. Also, an all or nothing mentality with both. Okay, well, if I miss my workout today, then I'm just not going to work out for three months, or I need to be doing two days, or nothing's worth it. So all or nothing, very common with food as well. Might feel better with food, but use exercise as a means to prove your worth or override your body signals. So I had some of this that I had to work through once I started doing CrossFit. I initially started doing CrossFit because it was just really fun, but I realized that because it's such a competitive environment and if you have any semblance of type A personality in you, CrossFit is going to give you that high, let me tell you. And so if you start to do exercise, and this could be physique composition, competitions. I see this a lot where women transfer, okay, I'm focusing on getting skinny to I'm going to do bodybuilding and do physique competitions. And it's still a hyper fixation on their physique. But because there's such an emphasis on women building muscle these days, it's more socially acceptable. But the root is still there where I'm trying to prove my worth from something outside of me. And very often in order to do that, you're overriding your body's signals which is can be fine for a short period of time. You know, if you're trying to get leaner or really push yourself in the gym, you have to override your body signals because putting on muscle is an often <laughs> painful process. It doesn't feel that swell when you're pushing your body like that. But you catch my drift here, right? Your relationship with food might improve, but with exercise, you might be in this place of, oh, I really have to drive myself into the ground in order to prove that I'm a really hard worker speaking from experience. Another way this manifests is no exercise at all. Just not moving your body. Not moving your body is just as stressful to your body as moving far too much and not having, not having appropriate recovery in place. 
purely eating and moving for vanity. So your health is completely removed from the picture. And when that happens, it's totally fine to have vanity as part of the pie when it comes to food and fitness. But when that's the whole pie and health is tossed out, then that's when we get into the territory of doing real damage to ourselves mentally and physically. Another way this manifests is choosing others' aesthetic preferences over our own. And there's a lot of gray area right now because, again, with women moving away from, you know, the aesthetic is being super skinny. Now it's having muscle, but also having muscle only in the right places. So you're championed for getting really jacked and strong in the gym, but there can still be a lot of insecurity and hyperfixation on, you know, my body has to have these perfect proportions, right? And that can lead to another obsession with one's physique. And because food and fitness are the drivers to achieving a physique, then we can obsess over those things in an unhealthy way. And then another way of saying what I previously said, competition with fitness due to low self-worth. So whether that is pushing yourself to the point of injury in lifting, as an example, it could be in CrossFit, where you push your body and drill yourself into the ground like I did. It can be with long endurance activity, long distance running, marathons, things like that, which none of those things in isolation are wrong. I don't want you, again, we're getting away from black and white thinking. It's not what I'm saying here. But when you're pushing it yourself to an extreme without saying, why am I doing this? Am I doing this because it's fun? Or am I doing this because I'm trying to torture myself? to prove that I'm worthy in the eyes of somebody or even in the eyes of myself. We want to stay away from that. Now, some people, when I was working on my relationship with food, I heard some people say, you should always separate food and fitness. But this depends. Another black and white statement. If you're doing really low impact, low intensity movement, like you're doing a lot of yoga and walking and a lot of or most Pilates classes, then sure, separating food and fitness you can totally get away with that and you won't be doing harm to your body. But anything more intense usually requires at least some attention paid to nutrition to ensure that you're fueled properly. And this is usually just to make sure that you're eating enough and that you're eating the right types of foods. Because if you come from a lower carb background like I did, then if you're not paying attention to, am I eating enough carbohydrates to fuel this particular type of activity, then you can run into issues where your hormones start to suffer. It's too much stress on your body and you start to feel like shit and your performance suffers. So some attention paid. If you're running marathons, then you're going to have to pay attention to your nutrition. Endurance running, CrossFit, progressive overload lifting, orange theory classes, spin classes, all of these things, you are probably going to notice, yes, you can get away with not paying attention to your food for a while unless you're just eating plentifully, you know, a lot of carbohydrates and just eating enough food naturally, then more power to you. But what happens to some women, and I fell into this category, is I realized that I was under eating carbohydrates for that activity because it was just the way that I had habituated myself to eating is I was drawn to more higher fat and lower carb ways of eating, not from a place of restriction, but that's just how I preferred to eat. And it wasn't great for the type of activity that I was doing and my health paid a price. So that's just an example. You might have to pay at least some attention to how you're fueling your body. If you want to be doing more high intensity, 
type of exercise. And then certainly if you're trying to add muscle, you do need to be paying attention at least a little bit to your protein intake and making sure that you're eating enough depending on the context. Quickly interrupting this episode to tell you about my free masterclass, The Four Steps to Stop Obsessing About Food, plus the top three mistakes you're making on your intuitive eating journey that you absolutely want to avoid. And don't worry, I made those suckers too. If you're ready to get off the roller coaster of weight cycling, thinking about food 24-7, the constant diet hopping, again, been there for all of these, and not knowing how to feed yourself like an adult, such an insecure, frustrating feeling, this training is for you. You can go ahead and find out more in the link in the description. All right, back to the episode. Okay, so this doesn't have to be anything really regimented or intense. I talk about this more specifically in the intuitive eating for athletes as a bonus inside of Food Freedom Evolution if anyone's interested in doing this in a way that is more chill, but I'm going to break down what that kind of looks like at a higher level here anyway. You don't need to be tracking in order to feel yourself properly for fitness. You can simply tune into your body, experiment, and adjust. You need to be paying attention and you need to be mindful of, I might have to adjust the way that I'm eating away from things that I purely am doing out of desire. Like I said before, I prefer to eat higher fat and I would say moderate carb. And even today, I love my carbs, but I will deviate more towards higher fat because I think fat is delicious. But if I'm really focusing on, okay, I want to do this type of activity though, if I want to do that type of activity, then I have to deviate a little bit from just purely my preferences and focus on what is actually good for my body. And this is where you have to get into that gray area thinking. Say, okay, I need to balance my health and how I actually desire to eat and then layering on here my actual performance. If you want to perform well in the type of fitness activity you're doing, you might need to pay more attention to what you're doing. And there might be some deviation from purely the way you desire to eat. Some knowledge of nutrition is very helpful. This is why I go through a lot of myth busting inside of FFE because we need to strip away wipe the slate clean when it comes to your knowledge of nutrition. An example of this, I thought carbs were the devil. I grew up in the Atkins era. That's when I started dieting when I was a teenager. And the rhetoric at the time was the obesity insulin hypothesis model, where obesity is caused by insulin. Insulin, they said at the time, was only via carbohydrates. That's not true. Protein does that as well, as does just overeating. But we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. That is a myth. The truth is that it comes down to calorie intake, right? And that carbohydrates are necessary for most people when it comes to certain types of activity, like glycogen-dependent exercise, such as CrossFit, such as long-distance running for many people. Some people can fuel themselves on higher fat. You see that a lot with you know, random unicorns when it comes to doing keto and running marathons very successfully. Those are more outliers than the norm. You will always find outliers, but for most people, specifically with women, carbohydrates are going to be very, very beneficial when it comes to this type of activity. So some knowledge of nutrition is going to be very helpful if you plan to be taking your activity seriously. 
carbs needed for long distance activity, like I just mentioned, and then of course, protein for building muscle. No tracking is required for any of this stuff. And this is where experimentation and being willing to get it wrong comes into play. I want you guys to start viewing your relationship with food and your body and fitness as fun. You're jumping in there and you're going to get it quote unquote wrong so many times. That's okay. That's exactly what we're doing here. You have been trying to follow somebody else's rules for so long that when you're trying to do this yourself, it's like you're learning to walk again. Well, how much do I need to eat? How much do I like to eat at certain time intervals? Do I actually enjoy eating breakfast? Does that make me feel great? Or do I enjoy a later breakfast or an earlier breakfast or this type of meal composition? Do I like to have more snacks, less snacks? You get to decide all of the rules. And that makes a lot of people nervous, but let it be fun. You get to design a way of eating that is specific to you, which the beauty of that is that you love every part of it. I love the way that I eat because it's designed specifically for me by me. I have no concern for how anybody else is eating. I don't give one shit because I am so into the way that I eat. And if someone was like, you need to eat the way that I eat, I would just flip them the bird and say no. Intention is always key as well. So you're making these choices out of love for yourself and for your body. And if you are coming from a place of I'm sick of fucking thinking about food, which is where I was, in hindsight, I should not have been doing CrossFit during that phase of my journey. I had just become more solid in my relationship with food. And I was like, I don't want anything to do with thinking about food. And I didn't, I just wasn't aware of how much I needed to be paying attention to my nutrition when it came to doing CrossFit as often as I was. And I paid the price for it. So in hindsight, I would have said, okay, I should be doing another type of activity that doesn't require me to think about food if I really was desiring not to think about food, which I wasn't, or which I was rather. So should you fitness more or less? Let's talk about it. You might want to fitness more, get engaged in more fitness activity if it's healing for you to focus on what your body can do versus what it looks like. If the only reason that you have been exercising is because is due to trying to control your body or make it look a certain way, then focusing on what your body's capable of can be super healing. But as I mentioned before, be careful not to transfer your sense of self-worth to your performance. You're not here to prove anything to anybody. This is just for you to enjoy your body, not to drill your body into the ground to prove that you're somehow worthy because you can lift more than everybody else. It's not about that. You see this often with physique competitors, bodybuilding, CrossFit, marathon running, etc., as we discussed earlier. And a more socially acceptable way of punishing yourself and seeking validation than being skinny is through women getting involved in the sports that were typically attributed to men in the past, adding muscle, women getting jacked, women being badasses in CrossFit, women doing all these intense competitions, which is so, so, so rad. We just also want to be mindful of the intention, why you're doing it. And B, does that align with how much you want to be thinking about food? Because if you want to be thinking about food less, that might not be the best play for you right now. 
And you will go through so many different phases with food and fitness. So this is just a thing right now. You could change your mind in three months. Your mindset could be completely different. So keep that in mind. I want you to ask yourself this question. Am I overriding my body's boundaries for approval? What is the intention behind this behavior? Is this short-term and something that my body will be able to recover from? What I mean by that last one is, if you listen to my podcast recording interview with Michaela, Hungry Fitness, we were talking about her CrossFit competition days and she said, you know, people will say you shouldn't go into a deficit for a short short period of time because, you know, that's stressful on your body. So intentional fat loss can be stressful on the body. You're putting your body into a deficit, but people sit there and celebrate the intense CrossFit competitions that she did. And she was like, that was so unhealthy for my body. And she was incredibly inflamed for a long time after those competitions. And that's very common, especially at the elite level. So you have to ask yourself, is this something that I'm doing short term? And something that my body will recover from, something that I'm being mindful of supporting my body and recovering from. These are the questions to ask yourself. Now, should you fitness more? Another example, if you have not been moving your body consistently and you need to start showing up for your body for health benefits, both mental and physical. And if you need to be sold on the health benefits of resistance training, this is why I continually show up with weightlifting, even if I'm just focusing on maintaining muscle mass, the act of resistance training and having muscle mass, both of those things have overlapping health benefits, but also different ones as well. So beneficial for my health that I will continue hopefully until the day that I die doing resistance training. And it's not for, sometimes I don't even prefer the aesthetic to be honest for myself. But I keep showing up because it's so good for my health and that is what my priority is. So if you are someone who's not been moving your body consistently, you've been really on and off or maybe it's been several months since you've done resistance training or been doing some walking, any type of movement starts somewhere, then you might need to fitness more. And this is because you care about yourself. Now, reasons that you might want to fitness less if you're coming from a tracking background with food and you just want to think of food a lot less. This is usually my women who come from more that type A background. They've come from CrossFit. They've come from a lot of tracking and they're like, I want nothing to do with any of this shit for a while. Like I need a break, if not forever. Those are the women where it's like, okay, we're going to shuttle you into something that is very chill. You're going to continue moving your body because again, that's taking care of yourself. But We're going to do it in a way where you don't have to be paying much attention to what you're eating. Of course, we're always paying attention to biofeedback and adjusting based on that, but we're not going into it with a deliberate plan. And in order to not have that deliberate food plan, we need to make sure that we're not pushing our body too much when it comes to fitness. Another reason you might want to fitness less is if you're coming from overdoing exercise or obsessing over your performance and you need that mental break to reestablish a different relationship with exercise. Be very careful not to combine a newfound love of performance while wanting to simultaneously not pay attention to food. 
I'm going to say that again because I see this all the time. And like I mentioned, this happened to me. Be very careful not to combine a newfound love of performance. And some women, again, very, the heart is in the right place where they say, oh my gosh, I could never not do CrossFit or I could never choose aesthetics over performance ever because they found this new high of finally, I'm not obsessing over the way my body looks. I'm focused on what it can do but they're so focused on what their body can do that that becomes their new identity. And then they have this whole thing a couple years down the road where they can't let go of CrossFit even though they feel like shit because they've overdone it. Not everyone overdoes it. No hate on CrossFit. I love CrossFit. But just be careful not to combine those two things if you do not want to be paying attention to food. Otherwise, it could end up in a hormonal disaster like it did for me. And your performance will just suffer and it won't be fun. So keep all these things in mind as you move forward, depending on where you are in your journey with food and fitness. No one's answer will look the same and you can change your mind. What will be best for you right now may not be what is best for you in three to six months. And that is the way it's supposed to be. So if you're feeling stressed about this and oh my gosh, I don't want to live that way forever. No sweat. Everything is temporary and you're the boss of you. So you can change your mind at any moment in time. I just highly, highly, highly recommend that your intention is coming from a place of true self-worth and self-care. If you have any questions about this or just comments, head on over to Instagram and let me know in my DMs and I will see you in the next episode.